um so right now we are we are still in in the throes of a horrible historical virus plague um just um but i think and i think there's been a lot of like for at least for me it's been tough to see any benefit uh of it and uh, not benefit necessarily but like silver lining but i read i think it was this morning uh that uh all the san diego comic-con exclusive toys <laughs> will be available to everybody because there's no comic-con this year that is awesome it's awesome to a point well these, i mean <laughs> these, these things are selling out already like in certain instances you're like hey i'll i'll, I'll buy one of those you know jolly rancher transformers or, yeah that they, they literally have the um back to the future like gigawatt robot yeah it's like a a retooled side swipe uh figure but it looks like the delorean Mm-hmm. And they they put out nineteen hundred and eighty four of them, of course. And those things just went. Bah! They're gone. You can't get them. Yeah, even in a Damn fucking it. pandemic, I, I thought can't that get they a would super hold, exclusive. I thought they would hold off on releasing those mammer jammers, um, but uh, I, the one I'm looking forward to is that terrible um, live performance Ninja Turtles. Uh, oh, toys, geez, the NECA set, yeah, yeah, that oh, my looks, God. <laughs> that looks so cool. Um, because it's like those costumes are legitimately terrible, and they're their faces dreadful. are uh just as terrifying as they are in in uh the show itself. So, man, am I looking forward to that? I hope I can get my hands on one of those. I know it's like crazy expensive, but um, I, I can't, I can't wait uh to talk I about think that. You'll be able to get them at Walmart. Yeah, a Target, I think, in the store. So maybe I oh, can go is it there a Target my... exclusive? That's what I read, yeah. or that's what I recall reading. Um, but yeah, maybe I can get on my uh, my uh, my gear, my gear for the for the wasteland out there. And um, <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> just well, you know, I know a lot about wasteland gear. So yeah, um, what do you what do you bring out to you to go fight the hordes at a Target? Well, I think at least in this, like, we're not at the, like, expansive, never-ending desert, um, like, tribal stage, right? We're not at that that stage of Mad Max. We... No, nah, we're at the road right now, I it, think. Yeah, I think we're right, we're right at the beginning, where things are sort of transitioning from normal to, to end times, so... Yeah, Brad Pitt hasn't uh, discovered zombies yet. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's just, can we unpack that for a second? Brad Pitt hasn't discovered zombies yet. So this yes. is I, this, so this is a reference to um, World War Z, the mm. uh, terrible bastardization of a very good Max Brooks novel. Um, but uh, <laughs> I love the idea of Brad Pitt being the one in like the the timeline of the apocalypse who, who discovers zombies. Well, it was his fucking fault in the movie in the first place. Like, everywhere he went, he brought zombies with him. That's true. Even the, like, the times when it wasn't really, uh, like, his fault, um, he did happen to show up right around that time. I wouldn't I wouldn't blame the people around him for, like, uh, being like, well, <laughs> is this guy a witch or a bad omen or something? 
dude, he's like the locust. Brad Pitt shows up, some shit's going down. Either he's going to wreck your bus or he's going to wreck your city or he's going to wreck everywhere else trying to look for a cure for this shit. Yeah. I, look, if I see Brad Pitt walking down the street of my neighborhood, I know some fucked up shit's about to happen. <laughs> just in general. Just in general. You know, where he, he you know, he played that. And then in Fight Club, he played a hallucination. So I think when you see Brad Pitt in real life, you kind of have to be second guessing what you're watching, right? You're like, is this yeah. my own Tyler Durden? Is, is my own Tyler? Or Durden he might show? have some sort of elaborate ruse to come break in and steal something from my house. Right? Remember, he could be conning me. Movies. Exactly. He could be conning me as part of an elaborate uh, plan to break into a casino for purely Robin Hood esque reasons. Yeah, man. Fuck Brad Pitt. <laughs> I um I uh no I'm going to I'm going to go on record saying uh Brad Pitt you're all right with me. Um you uh when you started off I thought when I saw you in um in uh interview with a vampire I'm like who is this who is this handsome dumb dumb. But uh I think it, from since then I think Brad Pitt has has uh has has proven his has proven uh, to us all his place among the pantheon of great actors. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Brad Pitt, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt for prez. Um Well, yeah, I, I choose him for president, but then I know like the zombie hordes who are going to try to grift you are coming. <laughs> Brains. Brains. My wallet's gone. <laughs> what happened to my... Oh my oh god. My. Uh, the episode is just going to be about this now. Yeah, it could <laughs> about, be. I can about... rag on World War Z for a good 90 minutes. Mm, and why would you not? Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh, yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Pop Saga! Episode 7, the ranking of the lightsabers. Not as clumsy or random as a blaster. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. The Council has dispatched two of its most opinionated Jedi to determine which saber is the chosen one. I am Master Cy Forrest Diaz, and I am joined, as always, <laughs> by Obi-John Kenobi. <laughs> uh, hey, John. How you doing today? <laughs> doing all right. Shit, I'm going to have to step up my, uh, my opening game now. Oh yeah, that one. Uh, uh, that one. That one took a little doing, but um, I'm I'm glad you like it. So if it wasn't obvious by that um, very verbose intro, 
today we will be ranking sabers, both light and dark, from the Star Wars movie and TV universe. Um, from our least favorite all the way up to our respective number ones. Now, just like if, I mean, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I hope you didn't skip to this um, because uh, just like the Batman Suits episode, uh, neither John nor I have shared our lists. And so it'll be a surprise to you and us. That is correct. I have created a document that houses 20 different lightsabers, like you said, from movies and TV. Um, the focus here being no cartoons, video games, or anything else, just live action. If we were to include cartoons and everything else, holy crap, that would probably be about, you know, 200 lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want a longer episode from us. <laughs> no, 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 no. And yeah, we're going to try one day. We'll get hours, the pop cliff notes. Yeah. Pop cliff <laughs> notes. Uh, pop bites. Num, num, num. Um, yeah, lightsabers. They're fun. Yeah. So, and also I think it's worth pointing out that we will not be, uh, addressing anything that is considered, uh, legends uh which is to say only the things that are currently considered canon will be uh considered um in on this list yeah so all nine movies and the mandalorian that's that's pretty much what this is indeed yeah no um so we won't be talking about uh the the lightsaber from uh dark dark forces um None of that stuff. <laughs> it's not yeah, no Calcutarian shit around here. Nope, no Calcutarian. It's no legends, no video games. So, um, stay tuned if you want to hear us eventually talk about Calcutarian because uh, I would say we will. I, I, at least from my end, I want to say Calcutarian will be covered on this podcast. <laughs> That's my promise to you. I think he just was, right? Yeah, that, that was, was it. it. <laughs> that was yeah. it. <laughs> he was a thing. He was a footnote. I mean, whatever. He, I mean, he has yeah. a great beard. Um, eventually. Eventually. Or no, did he Did he have a beard in the first one? Am I misremembering things? Um, in Dark Forces, I do not believe he had a beard. I believe the beard is a product of Dark Forces 2. Um, but uh, Dark Forces 2 is much more... The game that I would like to cover, um, because yeah, I wouldn't all cover that the first great, one. The, the amazing live action. We could just do that. <laughs> we we could just do a recap of all the cutscenes uh, strung together because those are some of my favorite. I have the I have the part of the the villains uh, lines from the the very first cutscene uh, memorized. Really? Um, yeah, I just played it yeah. a lot, and I saw those. You know, you're going to have to do those really. parts. Right now, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Oh no! Um, let's I'm see. I'm gonna sit back. Hold on, get my water. Uh, okay, here, here's the, here's what I remember. Morgan Gadan, this dead man, knows the secrets to the valley's location. Very intriguing. Uh, that's um, that's wow. that's the what I remember, and I I even did the the audible licking sound as a. Uh, yeah. 
as as that guy likes to lick his lips because uh, I feel like that's a shortcut to bad guy, maybe. Yeah, sure. I think anything weird you do with your mouth is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, yeah, finger to it. Yeah, uh, licking your lips of any sort. It's just nasty. Yeah. and uh... I think I just talked about LL Cool J, too. <laughs> But uh, as we all know, the ladies love Cool James, so that cannot be, that cannot be, um, uh, I don't know, disputed, I guess. Um, but uh, you know what? I just realized I can't remember what the villain's name is from from Dark uh, Forces Two. So um, I would say a big old sorry to that. <laughs> there goes my nerd cred. I'm just gonna leave. Uh, uh, have fun doing the podcast on your own. <laughs> All right, finally, the pop part of this pop song is going to pop off. Let's go. All right, number one, worst. <laughs> number one, worst. I love your uh, your list-making method. Um, it took me a second. I, 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 I originally was going to go from, like, worst to best on my list, but mm-hmm. then I had to go from best to worst, so now I have to look at number 20 and work upwards i see yeah i I um, don't want to be like my first one is this yeah you don't want to give away the uh the chosen one um so early in the in the cast um but yeah i ordered mine uh 20 to 1 and um for me the the top half of the list was easy as pie um but when it came down to the that final five whoof man that was a tough one and I suspect, much like our Batman episode, I will have some opinions that are controversial. Good. Um, if we have the same list. Yeah, right. It'll be... <laughs> that, would be, that would be a lot of... I mean, it would be a short one. Maybe people would be like, hooray, at last. Finally. We think you're both your lists are wrong. Yep. No, I... <laughs> But... Huzzah. I'd love to. I'd love to start this off by saying, and this is. I'm just speaking for myself. I can't speak to the totality of of Pop Saga as a whole. What what that what that collective thinks uh, about this statement. But I'm gonna go ahead and say that to me, all Star Wars, all Star Wars, every single bit of Star Wars that has been produced is good Star Wars to me. I love Star Wars. I love the universe and as much stuff as you can give me. Um, I, I love it all. Prequels, sequels, originals, they're all good to me. TV shows, cartoons, I'm into it. Even the holiday special. <laughs> oh, geez, uh, all right. Calm down, Arthur, calm down. Um, porn stuff and a, a guy, a volcano person's head, um, singing a little song. And, uh, I say it's all, Star Wars is all good. We should all get along. We should all stop arguing about Star Wars. Um, but, uh, but I do have opinions about it. That being said. Yeah, that's fair. I too have opinions about it. You know, I used to work for, uh, LucasArts. Yeah, you were in the belly um, of the beast. You have, you have more credibility to talk on this than I do. Truly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get to see how the sausage is made and sometimes that affects, uh, your view on things that, you know, you grew up loving and definitely that's what happened to me. Uh, while working there, I'd see them do things that just didn't make a lot of sense. And um, I don't want to say I fell out of love with Star Wars, but there was a moment where I was just like, I could really care less about anything that they're producing at this point, video games or otherwise. Mm-hmm. But then um, being removed from it for a little bit, 
allowed me to uh, not come back with fresh eyes, but, you know, be able to really appreciate what was um, uh, what was there. And um, I've grown to really love it again and appreciate it. So this was a definitely a fun exercise, especially since like most of the ones on the list was like, yeah, I know exactly which ones those are. So it's pretty easy to assemble. <laughs> that's that's fantastic, and that's a really cool um, that's a really cool insight. Uh, this is this is our first Star Wars based uh, episode. But it certainly won't be the last. Um, I think Star Wars is something that's really important in our both of our per- personal sagas, and uh, I'll be just perfectly transparent. When we were brainstorming names, the the name of Pop Saga is named as it is because it's inspired by the the recently concluded Skywalker saga. So <clears throat> it's a it's a, a subject we'll be coming back to. So. Um, consider this an amuse-bouche to the coming uh, galactic feast, which is Star Wars. I like that. An amuse-bouche of (laughs) Star Wars. All right. um, So, what, same rules as before? Uh, Uh, So we're going to go back and forth naming each one our... From uh, worst to best. Yep. Yeah, and we'll just take yeah. turns going first. Um, and start at the top. Work our way down. And, um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm real excited. So, um, <coughs> so uh, John, I'm going to say, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to say you go first, since you are the honorable Obi John Kenobi and have way more screen time or any screen time compared to me sci 4 sdas who is just uh <laughs> mentioned uh, as as the um the forward seeing jedi who ordered the clones in uh, episode two a clack of the uh, a clack of the clones, <laughs> clack of the clones. clackety clack yeah. the clones are back <laughs> episode yeah. two it's whackety clack the tone the clones attack. Oh shit. Uh, tone Loke the clone. <laughs> that would have made the movie way better. Oh yeah. Holy, oh my god. Tone holy Loke. crap. I I know we haven't ranked the Star Wars movies. I'm gonna tell everyone now, Attack of the Clones is the worst one. <laughs> well, I mean, um yeah, uh you're just gonna have to tune in to see if I agree. Spoiler alert. I do. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I will say that I recently watched most of Attack of the Clones. I ended up turning it off before it was over because I got... See? Uh, yeah, well, it, it wasn't as insufferable as I remember. Anyway, well, let's save it for that episode. Um, yeah. uh, I should say, uh, if you are sensitive to this sort of thing, there will be spoilers about every single... Uh, saber we talk about i would assume even if we may not like actually get into the plot of the films but um just if you don't want any of the um star wars uh spoiled um it will be so just fyi there we'll be talking about it so don't get mad please yeah i mean if you're getting mad about it 
Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, the, the new ones and the old ones. That's I guess I'm not talking about I guess I'm not talking about the original Star Wars. If you haven't seen that by this point, uh I don't know. You just just give your dear self a favor and watch a, a fucking movie. Um yes. <laughs> anyway. You got uh, spoiler alert. I just want to put that out there. Um but without a further ado, number 20, John, take it away. Okay, so uh, very much like you, for me, the top 10 came really easy. Um, after a while, then they just started to kind of get uh, the garbage sabers showed out. So for me, the worst lightsaber out of this list is Darth Sidious's Episode 3 lightsaber. Oh, very interesting. Oh, this is this is going to be great. I can already tell. Um, I cannot wow. stand this damn thing. Um, it, Like, to be fair, nine-tenths of them all look like vibrators, but this <laughs> one looks like the, the worst offender of the bunch. Oh, For yeah. some reason, it has red and green lights on it, like it's a, like a comm link. It... it it's got a weird thumb-like protrusion on the bottom of the hilt. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything, it looks like partly a light bulb, like, top. It's, you know, like the part you see, the light bulb socket at the top. It just, it's just all over the place. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, this one, like, I don't want to say makes me physically sick when I look at it, but it's definitely one I would never have in my collection. If I was to collect lightsabers, this one would be in the trash. That um, is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely, yeah, not a fan. I don't even like the coloring on it. doesn't even make any sense. It's like chrome, gold, copper, and then, yeah, those two, the red and green light on it. What, what the fuck is that? When, why do you have, like, caution lights on your phone, on your, uh, excuse me, on your lightsaber? Like, what is this? No one's going to see this. It, it's, oh, dreadful. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, uh, that particular saber occupies uh, occupies a place on my list that I'm now getting nervous about. But uh, we'll get to it eventually. Um, my number 20 is the one, the only, Kit Fisto. Uh, his, uh, his, not, not him. I like, I love Kit Fisto. Um, but, uh, his saber in episodes one, two, and three, uh, I would say on the upside, it has a green blade. And I think, um, a green, a green lightsaber blade is one that is, uh, is often neglected in the Star Wars canon. I'd like to see more of them. Um, but unfortunately it just has a very boring silhouette. Um, there are too many small details and not enough like medium and large details. And there's very, any color, um, variation and the whole thing just feels generic. It's like, uh, it feels very much like a background character's lightsaber and, and it doesn't really feel like it has a lot of, a big point of view. So that's my number 20. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So yeah. let's just roll right into number 19 since we're we're down in the um the the, the sabers that would be probably better clearing um Minox out the outside of your hull than being wielded by 
um, fantastical Jedi Knights, but... No, uh, I, throw, I throw these all in the trash compactor. <laughs> right, they just, just go directly. You go live with the you monster. You don't even use dude. them for tools. You just throw them right in the trash compactor. Okay. I would I'd sell them for parts. Yeah, and and I'm sure Wada buy, would, be, uh, would be thrilled to... to yeah, you could buy a hyperdrive or some shit, because they bleed. Hey, John, what do you know? God. <laughs> that's my why The worst part is he had the most character out of almost all... All the characters in those movies. He really Watto. does get quite an arc. You gotta love Watto. Gotta love Watto. But um, I like Watto. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's more character and he's CG than fucking Qui Gon Jinn. Anyway. <laughs> That's uh. for sure. <laughs> um, but my number cool. nineteen is Plo Koon. Uh, while the silhouette is a little more interesting than Kit Fisto's, uh, it is just in the end of the, at the end of the day, it's pretty dull. Um, just like you said about the Emperor's uh, lightsaber, it has these green and red lights on it. It kind of reads sort of Christmasy or or just some like some sort of like a piece of tech that doesn't seem superfluous. And um, I don't like the emitter area. It feels like that that thing that you use to get honey out of a honey jar um so uh overall just like kind of a you know just kind of a meh it's like another generic sort of very kit fisto-esque saber it's just maybe slightly more interesting from a silhouette perspective i can see that it for me it's a little higher on the list uh not a whole hell of a lot mm-hmm. um yeah, no, I can totally see that. Uh, I'll actually chime in on what I think that is a little bit later when we get to the, 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 the when we get to a certain uh, blade. I'll talk about it. Sure. Um, for me, number nineteen, and this really was a toss-up, and this is why we are friends. I'm sure is Kit Fisto. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it just it it just looks like hey, I mean, even the picture, like even when he shows up in the. In the movie, he looks, he just got that stupid smile on his face, the overly big hands. But I loved him, like, in the Clone Wars cartoons. Yep. Yeah. I absolutely love Kit Fisto there. But then this lightsaber has no personality. Um, it looks like a space pin that you'd buy in, like, Sky Mall magazine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll give it credit for the green blade, because, yeah, that is a rarity, but the... Everything else is just very, uh, no personality, not Fan. whatsoever. Yeah, fantastic. All right, but what is your number 18? <laughs> so this is, I think uh, people listening might get a trend here. Uh, my number 18 is the lightsabers wielded by General Grievous. Mm-hmm. I hate all of them. Uh, the only one that has a little bit of personality is Shock Tease. Uh, apparently, he somehow got that blade at some point. Um, I guess he ends up killing her in Revenge of the uh, Sith uh, in a deleted scene. That one has a little bit of personality, but they all kind of suffer from the same problems as uh, Kit Fisto and even Plo Koon's, um lightsaber. It's just very... Dull, dull emitters, dull um, stylings. And I, I understand it's like supposed to be of a different time, you know, probably the height of the Jedi Order at the 
at the moments that you know these lightsabers were created but i wish they would have went to like the school of like design yeah. and <laughs> personality and, yeah. and i'll i'll get into that a little bit i think when it uh when we get there too when we start talking about some of the other ones because yeah they just have no personality i think yeah. they suck i like grievous as far as a silhouette it's actually probably one of the few favorite things from the prequels is just how he looks with the lightsabers, but seeing them are just, they're just dreadful. Yeah, uh, I, I can definitely see that. Um, my number 18, oh man, I fear this is where this will start to, to really, <sighs> again, I'm saying, I'm not saying anything like these are all lightsabers and so they all win. Um, but this is yes. just from a personal preference. So my number 18 is Obi-Wan's lightsaber from episode one and two. His first, uh, his first lightsaber. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I think in the, in the good column, it has two distinct materials and the, the silhouette is interesting. It's, you can at least tell it, say that cause it's unique. Um, but it lacks small details. It focuses mainly on medium and large details. So it ends, uh, it ends up looking a little bit like a toy, um, that was made for somebody's, uh, younger or yeah, somebody's younger. The, I also feel like the pommel is very weird and unfinished feeling. Um, there's interesting ideas here, but, uh, I feel like it was something that it's, it's like if, if, um, <clears throat> If someone was modeling this for me um, in in 3D, I would say, well, this is a good first pass, but, like, you need to make, you need to go through and, like, make a details pass um, just so we can get, like, a nice distri- distribution of, uh, of small, medium, and large details. I don't mind having, like, big, simple shapes that my eye can rest on in, in a design, um, but this is sort of, is mostly mi- medium-sized shapes, and as, as such, it, it looks kind of... Um, it looks kind of uh, childish. Um, I I don't I really don't like having a red button on your lightsaber. Um, lightsabers are something that people uh, um, put together like um, for themselves. They're a very personal piece of equipment, apparently, according to the fiction. And so I think like kind of reminding yourself what the go button is, is something that a, um, you know, that, that a company would do to a product, um, not necessarily an individual. So yeah, that's my hot take on number 18, Obi-Wan's lightsaber. <laughs> okay. Well, shit. We are, we have diverged folks. <laughs> we have diverged. I think you will have to keep listening to find out where I find that lightsaber. <laughs> I think you'll be surprised. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> oh my. So uh, let's roll right into number 17, which I will think will be just as controversial. I don't um, know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> So number 17 is Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber. Whoa! What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you um, not like good-looking things? Because I think that's a problem. Apparently. Um, uh, so, uh, so it has the similar, it has similar problems to the, the Obi-Wan's lightsaber, um, but it, I like the silhouette more because it lacks the big pommel, um, but it's, again, it, like, it lacks small details, uh, it looks a little bit simplistic, and the, the red button is something I'm not, I'm not really a fan of, and also... I kind of don't like the fact that I know that Obi-Wan is Qui-Gon Jinn's apprentice, but the fact that they have, like, um, like my lightsaber and that my lightsaber junior-type um, designs, they sort of echo each other, is not something that um, I think... I think they're too similar in this case. So, um, yeah, number 17, <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn. Wow. Oh my god, you must be high. Is that spicy mezcal <laughs> treating you right? Uh, no, I I, 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 uh, I ran into this guy um, downstairs. So downstairs, uh, I, I won't give away anywhere uh, anything about where I live, but downstairs for me is a neon-lit bar. <laughs> um, that I, and I ran into um, uh, a very nice fellow named uh, Elon Slazbagano, Sleaze Bagano, <laughs> who offered to sell me death sticks, and I took him up on that offer. And man, I am feeling weird. <laughs> hey, well, you know, uh, you want to get your life back together. Yeah. I waved my hand in front of the microphone, so you can stop smoking death sticks. Uh, I'm gonna get my life back together. <laughs> okay, and then get your uh, get your lightsaber priorities right. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> Uh, what can I say? They just are two bad-looking sabers. Please continue. What's your number seventeen? <laughs> yeah, yours. Your 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 list is uh, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well. To be fair, I did see a Dianoga swimming around in my list earlier. So, okay, that's good. All right. Here, I'm gonna tell you who my number uh, seventeen lightsaber is. Mm, Yoda saber is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a little higher on my list, but I, I am right. Uh, I'm aligned with you. I think. Uh, please continue. Mm, looks like small remote for child. This <laughs> yeah. blade is. Hmm. Weirdly lacking personality. <laughs> yes. yes. It looks like the parts of the lightsabers that other Jedi masters gave up. He used. <laughs> i'm gonna do it the whole fucking thing i can't stand this one like look i have major problems with yoda using a lightsaber that we can get into in another day it's this actually same problems i have with uh, sidious using a lightsaber i just don't think that they needed to they're mm-hmm. both force wizards at this point so just use the force um but if you're gonna give him a lightsaber then give him a little something it, it, it almost felt like, and there, I think there's two thoughts on this. Either this lightsaber was designed with the fact that he doesn't really want to use a lightsaber, so he just uses one that, like, younglings use, or... <laughs> Let me you borrow know, like, this. Return it, I will. I will polish it. Mm, power your phone, do you? <laughs> bank I've brought with me. Mm, like, it looks like a, like a lipstick battery bank. It... it 
it, it has some design notes that you you see carried on in other lightsabers, but overall, it just has zero personality. And you would think that this wizard master, and I ex, even, I would almost expect Yoda's in a weird way to be even simpler, as just like dropping that giant uh, the where the button is that like like that black rounded thing that's on the side of it. I could see you dropping that and it being almost super simplistic, but this thing looks like it was just stamped out of one sheet of metal. I, I can't, I do not like this one for Yoda. I'd rather it be a stick. Yeah. I I hear I, it's better than bacon. I, uh, I was actually expecting in the movies for him to like, uh, pull off the top of his cane. <laughs> That'd be a lightsaber. Um, or, I don't know, use his cane, imbue it with the force, and beat people with the stick. Because he's like this ancient-ass sword master. And then he'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Sorry, radical ideas, folks. I won't I won't inundate you with them. We'll definitely get into our, our uh, Star Wars plus-ups episode. Um, but uh, let's hear what your number 16 is. Well, uh... Getting into the 16 category, it is Plo Clunes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think you could take um, the 16 through 20, you could have jumbled them up in a list for me, and I could find things about each one that I really dislike. Plo, I do like the emitter part of Plo Clunes. Um, I agree, I don't like the buttons on there. Um the thing is, I'll just get into it. A lot of them share the same design styling as Darth Maul's. Like, if you look at the, the pommel half, and then you look at the midder part of Darth Maul's, they look all the same. Like, they all went to Lightsabers R Us. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, this one's like, well, okay, what's the difference between this lightsaber and lightsaber with uh, two buttons? One black, one red. Oh, the one with the one red doesn't have as much power. You want the ultra lightsaber right here. It, it, it feels like they're almost interchangeable. Um, yeah, I think Plo Clunes is pretty trashy. I just think at least it has a little bit more personality and details to it that I like. So 16 spot for Plo Clunes. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, number 16 for me is General Grievous's lightsabers. Uh, um... I on the so but here I I will I will shock though because I I don't really have much to add to this um you said it best uh the majority of the lightsabers that that um General Grievous wields are generic and and boring um and I don't really care for the design on all of them except for one I've actually I've actually okay. bent the Can rules I, I have Used my force, my force powers to bend the rules. Um, and you want to guess uh, which one that is? Please do. I, I want to guess the one I think you like. So wait, did you rank them in order of which one you like from no. best to worst, or do you just have one that's your favorite? I've separated out one of the four, and I'm inserting it later in the countdown as a tie with another one. You couldn't do that. <laughs> Get I am. Out of here. Uh, I'm making up the rules as I go, but uh, please, please, uh, please hazard a Well, so then you want me just to wait until that point? Because um, I think the one that you probably picked, but now because of all your bad choices beforehand, 
I'm kind of scared. Uh, How about this? How about you tell me what you think it is? I won't confirm or deny it, and then we can both be surprised later. All right, so I think it's Roran Korob, or whatever the fuck that dude's name is. He's the Mm -hmm. Thorian. Okay. That's the one I think it is, because I was going to go with Shock T's, because I think hers has a lot of lot more going for it but now i'm not so sure with you putting obi-wan and qui-gon so (laughs) far low on your list i'm not sure so i'm just gonna pick the one that looks terrible and think that's the one you pick okay great (laughs) all right well we will see stay tuned for later in the countdown for that exciting conclusion um but until then let us move on to my number 15 which is drum roll please what's that no drum roll okay i'll just say it <laughs> oh, God. it's princess leia's from episode 9 uh oh, man, number 15 <laughs> i uh on the plus side i think the copper color is really unique i like the i like the the two type uh, types of metal and I think that the handle portion has a really nice design that is its own thing, but it echoes the, like the Skywalker style of saber. Um, on the on the cons, I would say I was pretty disappointed to see that it was also a blue blade. I know that uh, she is a twin, um, but I was hoping for something a little more. Uh, I, you know, I don't I don't know what color would um, represent Princess Leia, but I was I was uh, hoping for something a little different than her brother. But that is a minor thing. Um, and again, I think what this, I think this is kind of uh, a place where we diverge stylistically, but, um, that sort of honey, um, like that honeycomb or not honeycomb, but beehive or comb. Or, yeah. The honeycomb, the little thing that you put in the honey pot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The honey pot thing at the emitter is something that really clangs with me personally. And uh, I think what the the biggest thing that I had a problem with is that compared to the other Skywalker sabers, this this silhouette and the overall design didn't feel as iconic. So I, I you know, I was looking forward to seeing it. I didn't know I was going to see it, um, but I wanted to see Leia have a saber, and I was glad to, to see that exists. And uh, I like it, um, but uh, it just didn't really um, didn't really resonate with me. Yeah, it's fair. Wrong. (laughs) And what is your number 15? My number 15 lightsaber is Force! Do you speak it? Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Oh, wow. Mace Windu is higher up on the list than um, I I like his saber, so I think... um, this will be another place where we diverge quite significantly. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's another one that just looks like a pen to me. I, the emitter area is really small. Um, I, I typically do like the flat disc or uh, some sort of shroud or shape. Um, I, I love the color of the blade. I think purple is vibrant. I'm glad they let them diverge there versus just kind of sticking them in one boat or the other. I just think there's just a lot of uh, glib and globs on it, like little, uh, you know, like it's a round shape here. Again, that kind of um, lightsaber, not lightsaber, like light bulb uh, socket shape to it. it. Has these gold bars that just seem to be there. I think that if you're gonna do this gold motif, it could have been carried out a little bit 
better in my opinion i mm-hmm. think the shape is all right but yeah overall uh, it just looks like a pen i mean i guess to be fair they all look like pens this one just looks really like a pen yeah i think that's fair um yeah i definitely think that's fair man when it comes up on my list um it'll be funny i think you'll be surprised how much our opinions are the same it just uh, it just um it it's just carried by a little bit uh you'll see we'll see why it's why it's higher when we get there um but uh let us hear what is your number 14 all right so my number 14 and um is ayla sakura's mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense i think yeah, I think out of all the prequel Jedi that are not, like, marquee characters, this has the most personality to it. It has, um, looks like it was from the past, but still has that clean lines that they were asking, you know, that they were putting into these other lightsabers. It's it's funny, I wonder who worked on this one or this design, because they actually cared about it. Or maybe she was supposed to have bigger uh, story points um, earlier on because this one has a lot more detail to it than like just the other ones do not have at all. Even mm-hmm. you know, has a little red button on it, gold, uh, red light up button. I, I just like it a lot. Yeah, it's a good looking so. saber. Agreed. Um, my number fourteen is the one, the only Darth Maul. Uh, <laughs> so in the pros, it's the first canon in canon double bladed saber, and you gotta give it up for that. But unfortunately, um, the silhouette is pretty boring. Um, it looks like you might unscrew it in the middle, and there would be a poster inside that you got at like Fisherman's Wharf or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, and the red buttons um uh bothered me quite a bit again for the same reasons that I. Uh, but he's evil, Forrest. Sure, evil, sure, but like make the whole thing red or do something else. I don't know it. it it the whole thing is like it's a single color for the most part um it has just small accents and then um yeah i think that the silhouette is really clunky and uh you know you, you got to admire what uh ray park can do with that saber and i think that darth maul is a very cool character um just that version of his weapon i i'm not a huge uh a fan of but it does actually remind me that we forgot to include the the evolution of this saber the one that has a big old like half a frisbee on it from so well that wasn't in um i don't remember if you see it in solo you do he, he i remember do you it see because it in solo? you do indeed yeah. because the scene is very uh it doesn't make sense because he's using it as like a cane i think the whole time and then he like pulls it at the end of spoiler alert i already gave a spoiler alert in general but when he's talking to kira at the end he just sort of like ignites it, put it up next to his face while he's like talking, like while he's ending the conversation. And, and um, you know, it's like it doesn't make sense, but it's meant to be like, uh, hey, audience, check this out. Um, anyway, just in case you didn't know who it was, yeah. I guess uh, we'll just say it's an honorable mention. I, I don't want to uh, I can't reorder the list on it live. And, um, uh, you know, it, it, it's just say it's tie for me. <laughs> 
number 14. <laughs> sure. All right, Darth Maul is a little higher on my list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably surprisingly so. Mm-hmm. But uh... I will explain my reasonings then. I think those are fair points. Indeed, indeed. Um, so uh, we are now on to number 13, or are we... I've lost... I've simply yes, lost... Yes, we are on to 13. Indeed. And... Um... Let's see. So I, th- I believe it's uh, I'm up, and my number thirteen is the Dark Saber, wielded by Moff Gideon in the Mandalorian, the TV series, the Mandalorian. The pros is it's the Dark Saber. It's the fact that it uh, that it came from the cartoons in the first place and appeared in live action Star Wars is is super cool. I mean that's happened before. It happened in the the aforementioned Star Wars Christmas special with Boba Fett's design sort of like uh, appearing there first before uh, appearing on screen. Um, but I think it was just a real thrill to see it um, uh, made real. Um, and uh, it's seeing a unique kind of glowing blade weapon in the Star Wars universe is always awesome. And I, and I love when they expand the universe in this way um but i think to its detriment the simplistic geometric design of the hilt um i think worked really well in the the space of the cartoon and sort of the style of the cartoon but i think when you put it in live action next to all the greebles and hidden layers of detail in the star wars universe that is sort of like the makes up the design language of the universe as a whole it kind of ends up looking a little bit out of the place out of place and I can't, just looking at it, I can't visually connect it to the Mandalorian style of armor either since they, they seem to have more of a sculptural look. So um, I also don't know how I feel about the film negative saber itself when it, in the real world. I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's good or bad. Um, I just have to, I think I have to live with it a little bit more before I can sort of suss out my feelings. But that's uh, number, lucky number 13 is... Moff Gideon's Dark Saber. All right, all right. I think you'll find it shocking where that one sits on my list. Ooh, fun! Because it's definitely higher than where you have it. Um, <laughs> that's with that. Our so, final, our our top tens are going to be real sh- messy. Like, yeah, way way different. But that's what people tune in for. Yeah, they're looking for dissent and uh, for people to have appropriate taste and lack of taste. You know what? <laughs> if if you uh, if, if anyone listening to this, feel free to comment. Um, you can go to the Pop Saga. You can comment on posts there on Instagram, or you can uh, email us at thepopsaga at gmail dot com. You want to tell me if I have a shitty list or Force has a shitty list? <laughs> Please don't. Um, no, I, since, don't uh, at me uh, about that. I mean, yeah, I want be... you to at him so no, bad. Um, he deserves to be added. Um, yeah, but and since I control the email anyway, uh, I'll just make sure all the good ones for me stick and all the bad ones for him go right to Forrest. Oh, okay. And, well, and if they say fair. John, I'll change them and forward them to you. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Well, I, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So my number 19 is Ray's dark side version lightsaber. I think number 13 is what you're number on. 13. Number 13. 13. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah, Ray's dark side vision lightsaber from episode nine. 
we aren't too far it, off there. It the the one thing that I appreciate about the the episode seven through nine is uh, bringing back dirty lightsabers. Um, just <laughs> yep. show kind of like they've been used and battle worn and having that, and that's what it has going to it. I I always love that like thermal coloring that you'll put on things that show how hot they are, whatever. And this has that, but it it literally has a folding joint in the middle of it that looks like the it looks like something you would buy at ikea to put in your shelf yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know it's like the you know the light keyboard or something um it, it it like it does carry on some design notes of other lightsabers which i do appreciate but overall i just think this one's stupid especially when it's in the folded in half section with two blades just kind of like this weird u-shaped thing it it doesn't make any sense like i don't no one would you yeah yeah <laughs> there you go yeah still pretty uh uh for that much disdain pretty high on your list um what about number 12 one two number 12 so we're, we're sticking with um we're sticking with ray and i'm saying it's uh Ray Skywalker's Episode Nine, her lightsaber, um, the one with the gold blade or yellow blade. I think the blade color is cool. I love the fact that it's built kind of out of her staff. I think that's really groovy. Just, I wish we could get a, a better look at it here. Um, I don't care for the. Uh, wrapped centered again it makes sense because it, it's like looks like it was built by her i just think um it just it, it's it's kind of like a weird shake weight to me <laughs> two bulbous ends kind of like this little center and then everything else but it, it has some nifty parts to it <laughs> well i mean uh yeah i think that was uh that's a good wrong take um but uh a good take nonetheless even if it's wrong um <laughs> I bet you this shit's like number two on yours, and I'm going to be really disappointed at you. Uh, don't spoil it. Um, so, <laughs> my uh, my number one, two, no, my number 12 is Yoda's lightsaber from episode one, two, three. Um, That's way too high up on this, dude. I know, but it's a tiny lightsaber for Yoda, and it's adorable. And it's green, but it's, and so but it's not. It's a kid lightsaber, right? That's the thing. Is it? It's adorable because it's his lightsaber, and I I do like the fact that it kind of it has uh, design elements that sort of echo out the th- echo throughout the most important powerful characters. Uh, um, their uh, their lightsabers, but to your point, because it is small and because it is CG, it lacks small details, and it's mostly just large and very few uh, details with a few medium ones like peppered throughout. It, I think, if I had to describe it in a one sentence, I would say it looks like a micro machine version of Vader's saber, <laughs> and I think that's that's not uh, that's not very um, that's not that's damning with faint uh, praise or or not even really. It's mostly just damning, um, but uh, it's green and it's tiny and it's uh, it's for Yoda, and so um, and so if it's cute and it's it gets a little higher on the list for me. Ooh, it looks like a vape pen. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think there are there are a couple that look a lot like a vape pen. Um, but uh, that, that a bong? Yeah. <laughs> Come that's on. A, that's the ugliest damn bong I've Be ever seen. Be honest with me. <laughs> Is that a bong? You spent a lot of time in that cave constructing that thing. Turn it on. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> Doesn't turn out at all. You're just oh, you've just given up. Every you just smoked it right in front of me. You little. That's and that's why Order sixty six was okay. Um, <laughs> um, Get down, do you? <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, All right, we'll All do right. that. We'll do that show eventually in the future too. But uh, let's yes. go. Let's roll right into number eleven uh, for me, which is Ayla Sakura from episode one, two, three. Uh, for me, it's got a great silhouette. I love the Amizzler, uh, uh, the Amizzler, oh my god, what am I Amizzler. I believe uh, that's how you say a emitter in French. Oh, okay, great, I'm, uh, I'm bilingual and I didn't even know it, um, uh, maybe I'm limitless, <laughs> that was an aspirin <laughs> I took earlier, um, uh, no, I love the, uh, emitter nozzle area and the distribution of details, channels, materials, like it has, uh, sort of like a brushed aluminum on one part and a polished aluminum on the other. Just like you said, who knows, um, who designed this, but whoever did, um, I mean, I'm sure we could find out with a minimum amount of research who designed it, but, uh, wow, uh, just great looking saber. It's a bit... I think my only con for this is that um, it, it is sort of lacks character, but um, overall, just like a solid, beautiful lightsaber design. Uh, I really like it. I would say compared to her other fellow Jedi Masters, though, it probably has, like, compared to uh, Kit Fisto's Plo Clunes, this one is, like, miles above in personality yeah it's just amazing how much better it is than everybody else like you said perhaps she had a bigger role um in some version of the script but uh yeah it is just uh it, it is a it's worthy of a hero saber um and it's mm. a shame it doesn't get more screen time um but what about you what do you got for number one one number 11 for me is qui-gon's episode one lightsaber and mm-hmm. I, I, I think I realize uh, where our divergence goes, and we'll, we'll come back around to it when we wrap up, uh, <laughs> as, as far as it goes to me. But this is like the start of the start, I put that in quotes, of kind of like the lightsaber trends that you get in the original trilogy. Um, I love the segmented like little battery section. I think that's a little nice little bit of uh, personality, but I, I do like that it is just two materials very simple seems like it fits the character's personality very well um almost like there's just like a sense of order and rightness to it um i like the emitter how it's kind of shaped and uh, yeah it's it, it's got a real nice clean set of lines to it that i really enjoy nice. i got an argument about qui-gon's lightsaber when i worked at lucas uh well what sort of argument it sounds serious and juicy so serious yeah okay so i got started i got started working in the um uh qa lab the multiplayer qa lab and um as a contract tester and we would test 
uh, a Battlefront three, like some company is trying to push to be the one that comes up with Battlefront three. They are like this 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 video game line needs to go. So QA testers, we have to play it. They'd be like, here's so and so's version of Battlefront three, and then we'd sit down and play it. And uh, we were doing just that, but we were also supposed to call out things that we saw that were incorrect or wrong. And one of them was uh, Luke Skywalker. The map took place on Hoth, I believe, and Luke Skywalker shows up, but his lightsaber hilt is Qui-Gon's. It's just clear as day. Like, I could tell most of these lightsabers from their silhouettes, especially all the known characters. And I remember Qui-Gon's very well, hence why it's so high on my list. Um, and I was like, hey, there's a problem here. Luke is using Qui-Gon's lightsaber. And the uh, assistant lead in the room went over. He's like, no, he's not. That's the right lightsaber. And I'm like, no, 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 that's the wrong lightsaber. I'd be willing to bet $20 that this is the wrong lightsaber. And he's like, no, 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 it's the right one. I said, well, I want to file a bug for it just to make sure it's known. It's like, well, but it's the right lightsaber. I'm like, dude, you're the one with the internet. Why don't you look it up and you tell me if I'm wrong? So he looked it up, saw, and noticed, yeah, it was Qui-Gon's lightsaber. Uh, He didn't talk to me too much after that because i i did that in front of the whole room because <laughs> mm, i yes. was just got a little frustrated how to make friends and influence people yeah i'm not good at it so yeah. there you go yeah well me neither so you can tell by my list um so... yeah you are way wrong you would not fit it well maybe you'd be my assistant lead yeah <laughs> <Okay>. no taste <laughs> in lightsabers <laughs> Uh, or the best taste, uh, the best taste in lightsaber is for sale. Um, so let's let's continue on to your number ten. Okay, so top, top 10, ten, everybody. Yeah, I think once you hit top ten, they're little things, but overall, um, you're okay in my book. They're all wins. So I'm gonna go. They're all wins. Yeah. So for me, I love the dark saber. So Darksaber takes number 10 for me. Nice. It's just... Oh, oh my dog did not like that. <laughs> well... <laughs> not, a fan of, not a fan of the Darksaber. What's, what do you have? Problems with Amanda? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's not a big... But please continue, yes. The Darksaber? Right. Yeah, so the Darksaber for me, for a lot of the reasons why you kind of pointed it out. Um, one, it... Being transitioned into live action, always cool to see something from one medium that I love brought into another. I love the simplicity of it because there are elements in there to me that does match Mandalorian styling, uh, how they pick some shaped la- uh, uh, angles, um, uh, lines, and uh, it, it just looks like it was built by somebody not within the Jedi order or any order, but like innately knew how to build it. And having the unique shaped blade is a, it's a little weird for me just cause I guess I can't see how it works, but then again, how the lightsabers work or magnets. So, <laughs> um, I, I got a I website think overall uh, the... for the magnets. Just FYI. <laughs> I'll, send you All right, I'll, I'll go there. Magnets. How do they work? <laughs> Um, but, you know, I think it's a miracle that we got this uh, Darksaber brought back. 
So for me, top ten, Dark Saber. Yeah, I think that that's uh, those are all good reasons, and and uh, so uh, yeah, similar reasons to why uh, I liked it, but um, diverging a little bit. But my number ten, and it's not too far away from your number ten, or sorry, from uh, where you placed it on the list. But I uh, breaking the top ten is Dark Ray's Switch Butterfly Knife Saber. <laughs> yeah uh like like you said before the design is gritty and sort of cobbled together it has it echoes uh the similar um aspects or similar design language on uh kylo's cross saber it carol it carries the sort of general dirty grimy aesthetics of the knights of ren as well um complete with an like ionized uh metal look of the emitter nozzle which is super cool and um like even inside the 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 emitter nozzle inside looks like a gun barrel it's like vented on the sides and the whole design together feels very evil and grungy and i and i think from just a aesthetic standpoint i really liked it but the reason it is not any further any higher on the list is the same uh reason that 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 you took points off as well is that the hinge mechanism is cumbersome and even when she uh does the butterfly knife part where it's sort of like um it turns into two um uh, into uh like a uh, double bladed saber that it looks cumbersome and it looks like it would be uncomfortable to do that so I think the end, the end that just transition makes it look a little goofy and that kind of puts it up. But I think when it's fully extended, it looks way better than when it is uh, folded. Um, so, it uh, in its extended form, it gets a tons of points for me. It gets a ton of points, but um, in general, uh, yeah, it, the the hinged the hinge part is a little bit meh. It's so weird because it uh, does not look like it belongs. Maybe we've not seen door hinges in Star Wars, so it really wigs us out. But yeah, I I, I agree. It, just, it looks just I sort of like it's pasted on. I think that's really unfortunate because I think in its fully extended state, it looks great. But um, but yeah, it, unfortunately they're trying for something a little different, and well, we got what we got. But. Let's yeah, I, mean, I, st- I still don't even understand the, the folded state. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of like having a like a two like a tuning fork saber. I think it's just I mean that's fine. I don't. It would be like a a really broadsword kind of, but um, I don't know. There's must be a better way to pull that off. Um, but let's not let's not dwell on that. Let's um let's let's roll on down to number nine. And for number nine, for me, it's a tie. Um, oh. aforementioned yeah. earlier that we had a one of Grievous's savers was going to to make a reappearance farther down on the list. And for me, number nine is a tie between uh Count Dooku's saber and Shakti's saber. Um, I'm just gonna go. Wow. <laughs> I'm just gonna Holy go. Holy shit! <laughs> so, um, for Count Dooku, uh, I love that it's a whole unique look, um, and it's not copied since. Uh, I like that it is based on a fencing foil, um, which is a really cool detail when you think of the kind of character that Dooku is. He's an aristocratic villain, so and he's a count, 
And so having his uh, saber have a connection to sort of like an elegant um, uh, sword fighting uh, sport or technique is, I think, really cool. Um, but again, the it gets points taken off for me for the same sort of problem I have with the, uh, the Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan uh lightsabers which are there's just a over-reliance on medium-sized details and uh i just and there is a little bit if you look at it for a long time i think that the silhouette is a little droopy and i'm not sure if the fencing analogy they were they were going for really ended up uh um being paid off but uh that being said it's it's still in the top uh the top uh nine and i'll just say briefly Shock T's saber is awesome to me. I think for a lot of the reasons that you liked it, I really love um, how it is sort of like, it's almost white with black channels in it. And it has like a real chunky grip with a really great emitter nozzle. And to be honest, I, I, I was, I was really struck by um, sort of its graphical, um it has like a some simple beauty that i think is uh, really resonated with me so i t- i pulled that out and i put it in the top 10 i didn't want to i didn't think it deserved its own place but it, i guess it can kind of share the spotlight with count dooku's very cool saber well i'm glad you uh, you picked the one that i would have picked i just went with the contrarian choice of <laughs> rob, yeah. rob because i figured if you're going to pick one of these garbage blades, it would be the garbage <laughs> of the blades. Actually, I think the person who designed Ayla's designed that one, too. Mm, okay, well then, you can definitely see the care and um, the the really masterful design language that went into both. Yeah, but I think Shakti is, yeah, it's a good points, good points. Uh, definitely, I think you're going you're gonna to go full white like hair when i tell you where count dooku's is on my list <laughs> well uh, i mean my... it's all in the top 10 it's all winners here so number nine for moi is darth moles mm-hmm. at last uh, we will reveal our lightsabers to the jedi and they'll be like what you have got a double-bladed one and i'll be like yeah it's gonna be so I cool like <laughs> to cheat <laughs> I am Darth Maul's boss. Sorry. Darth Maul's boss. Yeah. I would love uh, Sidious to introduce himself as a. Uh, Hello, it's me, Darth Maul's boss. You may have heard of me. No? Uh, let me be the hype man that Darth Maul deserves. <laughs> He's, He's going to lay down this fat beat. <laughs> and I, that's not even close to Palpatine. I mean, Shit. I'm, I'm not good at If I had an Ian McDermott voice, then I would have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so, I'm afraid the Darth Maul will be laying down beats you aren't ready for. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. At last. At last. <laughs> uh, Darth Maul voiced by Peter Serafinowitz. A TV's tick, just FYI. Anyway, please continue. Uh, Darth Maul's a lot of... Uh, it's This is the design that you see in all the 
uh, prequel lightsabers. All the all almost all the generic ones, like they, they're the, thick boys. The Mater, yeah, it's kind of like this, you know, this thick tube thing. I like the simplicity of it because it feels like it. This this blade design, you know, though not as super flashy, does look like it belongs to Darth Maul. I don't see anyone else owning this because it's kind of has a sleek, dangerous look to it. Um, the fact that yeah, it is. The, the the hokiest thing about it is the fact it looks like it's just two lightsabers like screwed onto each other um versus it being one large lightsaber um but yeah it was the introduction of the you know the double bladed lightsaber uh the red buttons on it um i like the like the black o-rings that kind of uh break up that coloring that you kind of get it has like four of them or five of them at the connection I really dig it. So Darth Maul. Darth Five Maul. Stars. Number nine. Darth Maul. But what could be your number eight? The Last Jedi of Sabres. Well, for me, number nine. Princess Leia's. Episode Ooh. nine lightsaber. Way higher on the list than mine. Yeah, super high. Um, it took a bit. I had the I knew, like I said. For, for sure, I knew my top five. There were no questions. Everything else afterwards was uh, complicated. But for a lot of the reasons why you disliked it or the reasons why I do like it, it has a very uh, Kenobi Sky, Skywalker design aesthetic to it with how it, it, the end cap and the pommel meet up. I love the two-tone between the copper and uh, silver. It just it, it seems like something Princess Leia would do. Um, it has a little bit of uh, elegance to it. I like the big old uh, Mother of Pearl button that's on it as well. Like, it, it, it looks like... Uh, do I think it could have been a better lightsaber for Princess Leia? Yes, I do. Could have it been a different blade? Sure, it could have. I think she could have wielded a white blade or something, and that would have uh, been pretty awesome. Or a different color. Or even, like, a yellow one to kind of match Ray's lightsaber near the end or something to show a little bit more connection there. But yeah, I just really dig it. Princess Leia's. That's I'd, a, I'd, I'd, I'd own choice. it. Yeah. Uh, I think I would own uh, most of these uh, with, a, with a few uh, notable exceptions. But um, so number eight for me is uh, the big man himself, Darth Sidious from episode three. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so here, let me try uh, to, to to tell you why to I, I like it. No, I, I don't think I think I I found your uh, argument to be incredibly persuasive, and um, uh, you actually I, I I briefly thought about dislodging it from this place so high on the list, but um, I really like what it says about the character. So. It feels like it was designed as a holdout saber. It is very small and very slight and smooth in a way that you would feel like it would just kind of um, blend into the folds of a robe, um, which feels very true to his character. It feels like something that he's always hiding something, and indeed he is also hiding a, a lightsaber. And when he produces it, I think he produces it out of his sleeve. Yeah. Um, so it is like a holdout lightsaber, and I think... 
um it also has like these sculptural elements that um seem to really um uh tell you that he is from an older time this is something this is a design language that they carry through to count dooku as well so you can clearly see like an evolution of sith um sensibilities where darth maul being the most recent sith has something that is very common or is very in line with what the jedi have which makes sense because this is sort of like the current standard in lightsaber creation but uh, both Dooku and Sidious have these very um, sculptural um, uh, lightsabers that both kind of like fit their personality to a T, which I think makes sense if you're making your own lightsaber as 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 what um, I mean, that's what uh, they they um, are uh, selling us anyway, but um, with the fiction, but um, like you said, the cons are, the cons to the design are, are pretty obvious. It kind of looks like a sex toy or a vaping rig, and it almost reminds me of like a wand or some a wand or something. So, um, I think in those ways it, it gets knocked down a few points, but I I appreciate it for what for how it relates to the to the character. Garbage. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I think those. I, I I can definitely see your points to it. It, yeah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> but not. But it's not for you. And neither is me. my uh, number seven, which is the lightsaber of Mace Windu. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Woo. I. Uh, so this one actually gets. Uh, this one has almost an unfair advantage because I love the purple lightsaber. I loved it on Mara Jade, and I was very disappointed we never got to see uh, Mara Jade in the movies, um, but she wielded a, a purple lightsaber, and so does Mace Windu. And um, it's just something that I wish we would see more of. It's a great color for a lightsaber. It casts amazing light. Purple light is uh, an extremely cool... Um, uh, not literally cool, but uh, an extremely rad color of light uh, to use, and um, I just thought it looked incredible. And the 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 way that the color of the blade um, uh, harmonizes with the colors of the hilt is something that not a lot of the other sabers can um, uh, can really. Well, that's not true. They all kind of like uh, are sort of complementary in a way, but this one especially. Um, the color theory is just as great. That being said, to your point, to back up what you said, um, the cigar-shaped silhouette is not my favorite. Um, and, uh, you know, a real nitpicky detail would be, like, uh, I think the gold elements directly under the emitter nozzle don't really fit with, like, the sculptural quality of the emitter nozzle. So it's, it just seems kind of like they threw a bunch of stuff in there. Um for the details' sake, and without um, a clear function or form, um, in 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 forming it, but the purple blade just carries it on the wings of the purple blade. It comes to number seven. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I think those are uh, valid points as well. Um, the purple blade is striking. If it was just on blade colors alone, that would probably be like well, for me, it'd be number three, but uh because it's so much it's literally uh, 
two colors that I like kind of mixed together anyway. So mm -hmm. yeah, purple is great. But yeah, they, I, I think that's part of the problem is like, it's almost, I almost wish there was one of those colors weren't on the saber. Like either if you either strip the gold or the black more likely and just make it silver gold with purple. So you have like one primary and then two secondary colors versus the three just kind of break uh, messes it up a little bit for me but yeah i think right. you could go black and gold and purple would be a, a really good color oh that'd be stellar holy shit yeah, yeah that would be that'd be real high up on the list if it was but uh now nah, you're staying at 15 for me mace sorry. <laughs> sorry mace sorry mace you're at 15 all right so we're number seven correct you're number seven Yes. So my number seven, and this is, I'm sure we're going to diverge a lot here, mm -hmm. but it's fine because, again, they're all in the top ten, is Kylo Ren's mm -hmm. slash Ben Solo's because they're the same lightsaber, just one is, uh, like, bootlegged. And I think that's what I really um, appreciate about this uh, saber design and kind of the thought that goes into some of the the more hero characters or villain characters if you will about the design language that's kind of carried through the fact that ben solos is his lightsaber from when he turned you know he just added two other emitter shrouds and then looked like he bypassed some security things to make this lightsaber work um i love the uh, the violentness of the blade that it just seems so unstable and how the the cross guard emitter shroud has that kind of like uh, thruster look that's on the Ray's version of her uh, saber as well. It's just got like a real mean menacing um, overall design and I think it was a it was a design I never thought I needed in Star Wars but I was really happy that they added it because why not? Um, and I think it perfectly complements the um, the better Anakin arc that Kylo Ren is versus his uh, Anakin Skywalker. I think it, it seems like, honestly, it seems like something like if it was Darth Vader, Darth Vader might probably use. So, yeah, I dig it. That's awesome. Very, very cool. But what could be your number six right before the top five, the final in the upper half? Of the top ten. John, right. what's your number six? Well, my number six is Obi-Wan's from episode one and two. Burr, 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 burr. My two. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have the... Um, uh, just kidding. Uh, we have Obi-Wan's in different... Our, both of our sixes are Obi-Wan's, which is very cool. But anyway, please continue. Yeah, it just is the prototype to what you get later on with uh, Obi-Wan as far as uh, design, uh, design styling from the pommel. I really do like that rounded pommel and the fact that, you know, eventually it starts to turn squat, but those design cues always stick throughout. The emitter shroud, I really like. Yeah, just the whole design styling fits Obi-Wan, especially when you know that it it, it, how it evolves and i think that's probably uh where why i'm treating a lot of these lightsabers the way i am um just very much because i can see the natural evolution of the character between each uh, uh lightsaber design 
very cool. And as I excitedly exclaimed, um, uh, we both, uh, through some sort of, through perhaps the Force or some sort of cosmic connection, have Obi-Wans in our number six because my number six is Obi-Wan's lightsaber in episode four. Um, it's, uh, it's great. Uh, not only is it aged to perfection, it, it fits very well with the, where Obi-Wan is at, his character is at, um, uh, at this time in the story. Um, but I love, one of my favorite, uh, saber silhouettes is, um, a strong, like, uh, handle that has, like, a, more of its visual weighting towards the bottom, and then um, transitioning into a thin sort of uh, a post and then sort of the saucer uh, emitter, um, you know, uh, are, are really um, the, the uh, saber design silhouettes that, that resonate with me the most. Um, and um, so I like almost everything about it. Um, uh, but I think the whoever designed it kind of um, made it a little bit busier than it needed to be in terms of number of materials and um, small details. So I think uh, it got a couple of points knocked off of it for that. But overall, hard to complain. It's you know it, it is the uh, it's 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 an iconic saber and it, and it's earned its place. Um, uh, in the you know it's, it's it's earned its place in the top ten quite handily, but I will say that this saber doesn't get a lot of love in terms of like uh, toys and and representation um, in other media. But I like it. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that, a hundred percent. So we're gonna roll right into the now we're entering the top five, ladies, ladies, gentlemen. Um, anyone uh, whatever you you find yourself um however you find yourself wherever you find yourself we are in the top five so now shit's gonna get real yeah this is a, this is the bloodbath people it's through, <laughs> through the looking glass and um, <laughs> yep uh it's uh kubate time because um we're in the top five and uh my number five is kylo ren's cross saber not not too uh, separated from where yeah, yours is um you know much to the same you said it best but I'll, I'll i'll repeat some of the points um the cross guard is awesome i didn't know uh, it would work so well but it does it gives his his uh, weapon more of a broadsword quality and that fits with his fighting style it's he's very intense and he is very raw and um every part of his saber contributes to that overall character trait and i think that that's one of the the things that makes it such a good design mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh everything from the the chaotic blade that is legitimately scary uh, i remember the first time seeing it in the force awakens and when he holds it right up to to Ray's face, it is like legitimately frightening. Yeah, and it, it makes looks it dangerous. Like her, yeah, yeah, it, it makes a horrendous sound. Right, it crackles yeah. and it and it like sputters, and the hilt carries that sort of ramshackle design. It's like it, everything about it is built with rage. It's just like just shit bolted on and and kind of sloppily welded, and these wires mm -hmm. sort of uh, streaming all over. 
Um, so it's sort of it it really represents the broken state that we find um, the the primary villain of the sequel trilogy um, at the start. So it made a huge impact on me, and I think um, it's one of those. It's maybe one of the best contributions that the sequels made to the Star Wars universe was introducing this type of prototype um, messy saber that that could be shaped slightly differently. Yeah, no, I give you, I, I give you that. I, I definitely, yeah, I'm with you on that. So let's let's hear about your number five though. What do you got in the top of the five? So the reason why everything that you said about Obi-Wan's lightsaber from episode four is resonated with me so much, it is my number five. Wowza. Yeah. Um, for all the points that you called out are exactly uh, why I love it. And that's why it's so close to Obi-Wan's for me, you know, maintaining a five and six place on my list here. Is because you can see the natural evolution from his um, episode one two saber into this uh, this design. Um, but yeah, all the points uh, weight towards the bottom, the broad based emitter. It looks like it's been used. A lot of the reasons that you call out, like a lot of the extra bib and bobs, I don't think it needs on it, and that's why a, a, another lightsaber that shall not be named yet makes it so much higher uh, um but yeah i i love this blade and yeah it doesn't get a lot of credit but you know people don't like old men i guess and, uh, <laughs> find out what that's like eventually oh boy uh yes of course we all shall um but one day but um today is uh is not that day but it is the day that we're going to find out what your number four is. This is the one where I get crucified. Uh-oh. This is the one <laughs> where, this is the one where I'm, I might get divorced. Oh, I no. might be, I might be, someone's going to come in and rip all the art and toys off my walls. Oh, no. This is, uh, I, I can't wait. I, this... I apologize. Apparently a bird flew outside, must have farted or something, because the dogs are going crazy downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... That's what happens but, when birds fart. Alright, okay. Anyway, I'm just gonna flat out say it. Anakin Luke Ray's lightsabers. The, mm-hmm. Those those lightsabers. Number, are number four. four. I love a lot about them, but um uh yeah, that's all I'll say for now. <laughs> um, I I love a lot about them, you know. But they're um, your number four. They're my number four, you know, they showed up in episode four, so that counts, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I, I think when you get to the number four, it, it just becomes so almost impossible because they're all winner. I mean, the top four, for real, are top five are all even more winners than the top ten. They're the real winners. The rest of the top ten we just tell are winners. But really, so they don't feel bad. Yeah, really, it's just because we're they're sensitive. Um, yeah. uh, well, <laughs> that's my number four. Yeah. Well, I th- I feel shit. like see the thing is this is gonna be great because you're gonna piss off one half of people, and then I am going to piss off the other half of people with my number four, 
Uh, my number four is Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, lightsaber. I mean, what could you say? It's incredibly iconic, with its unblemished chrome uh, matched with a matte black, and it's thick and it's brutal, and it's just like uh, the imposing visage of one Darth Vader. Um, it's an incredible design that that I would say maybe all of the or most all of the previous lightsabers on this list, uh, you know, can aspire to to reach the heights of. But um, yeah, that's my number four. Uh, old Darth Vadery Vader himself. Ooh, yeah, yeah, we're definitely pissing off people. But <laughs> I think the plus side is that maybe we've covered our bases and. Mm. This this next one for me, my number three is gonna. I will be, um, I I will be banished from the land. So <laughs> let's just get ready wow. for that. All right, let's get to number three. What is it? Oh, I thought Which we were gonna have some more vamping, but okay. Oh well, you want more vamping? Uh, <laughs> holy shit! Let's vamp some more. Um, <laughs> like oh, okay. so now, how you said the one through five are like you know like the real winners. Really, it's the one through three that are the true winners. We just say that for four and five, so four and five feel better. Yeah, truly, um, this is the meddling. These are the meddling positions. But um, my number three is Ray Skywalker's gold saber. <laughs> you were very you close. Must be fucking high. <laughs> you were Holy very close. Shit. You guessed number two. You were, oh man, I, my, I almost bust up uh, laughing. I wanted to reveal it at that moment that you, you were off by one, but number three, listen, um, while I, uh, I will say, uh, I'll just put it on the barrel head. I think it's pre- pretty obvious that uh, I liked all of the new Star Wars films, but my biggest criticism of Rise of Skywalker is how little time we get to spend with the saber that Rey builds for herself. I mean, I understand why they needed to have the Skywalker saber be in the final battle because of how that played out. But um, this saber is just, uh, I love the design. Uh, it, it Much like many of the sabers that I gravitate towards, I think, pretty obviously based on my list so far it is a true reflection of uh the journey that ray that we have seen ray's character take over these three films um like you mentioned it is made uh it is clearly made out of parts of uh, her staff that she is a constant companion and and really something that she obviously um came to depend on in, in a way um, because she was uh, alone and sort of fending for herself like this is truly a safety blanket of sorts and having it integrated into the lightsaber i thought was so cool and meaningful and then just like you said even parts of her costume are integrated into the hilt and so we never it's really a representation of ray's journey and how the, her actions as ray with no name defined her as a character and her heritage as as the genetic offspring or genetic relative of the the most evil man in the galaxy um wasn't enough to to change um you know who she had become because of her life's experiences and i thought 
that plus the gold blade is incredible we need more yellow and gold lightsabers after seeing this um but again it fits with her character journey and that she came from a desert planet just like everything working together i was blown away by that thing oh i also love the um the 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 horizontal switch um which is sort of analog and is is exact antithesis to the red buttons that i that i'm so much not a fan of so yeah biggest uh biggest sin that that um that that uh that that was uh that it wasn't on the the screen uh longer but yeah that is my number three uh ray skywalker's yellow gold saber Ooh, all right i think you just like the lightsabers from uh swotor <laughs> well you're like i like those big ugly looking lightsabers no, I'm, no. I'm kidding it's fine it's fine <laughs> if it's in your top three it's in your top three it's wrong but it's in your top three. no it's it's a great uh great taste please continue <laughs> <laughs> well here we go this is this is the other end because this one hasn't been brought up in a while north tyrannus I had to remember his name for a second. <laughs> Count Dooku. Oh Count my Dooku. god. Number three I, is Count Dooku. Number three. I love Above it. the Skywalkers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. How did I not yeah, see this coming? This is shocking. Please continue. Mm, the Force is not with you. <laughs> I guess not. Obviously. Well, yeah, the dark like clouds, uh, difficult to see uh, <laughs> these sabers are. The dark side clouds, everything. So please continue, obviously. What is it, like a magic eight ball? Yeah. Difficult to see which lightsaber's going to pick. Um, I love... I, I, there's just a lot to like about this. Uh, I think a lot of the points that you called out, the aristocraticness, uh, the fact that it's based off of a, a pistol grip lightsaber um that's what the guy who designed it who i met said so um i'll confirm that okay i I had heard it was a it was based on a fencing foil because of christopher lee but that that could be apocryphal i don't know i don't have that's well so the so yeah it has a a slight pistol or excuse me has a lot slight foil uh handled thing to it but if you look at a pistol grip um foil which is a little slightly more downturned than your standard foil i only know this because i took foil fencing for two years um but again you can at me if you want to argue it it's fine i think that Um, that's still true it could be it's just a different it's a specific kind of fencing foil and yeah thank you for filling in those gaps yeah I'll, i'll send you a link to what it looks like it it's like you have to use your imagination but it just because as the uh the the definitely angled swept back into it um i like it's just kind of like he 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 is a known jedi like a lot of the times in the movies what you get is yeah this guy was a light side then he went to the dark but in during this trilogy this was like uh, for sure known light side guy who did go to the dark with like this twisted bent uh nobleness about it so that's kind of what i like about the shape of the blade how it kind of bends it's like this warped version of who he was you know he apparently taught qui-gon and all that stuff and you can even see those qui-gon design notes in this blade a little bit 
So I just like how it's just like this twisted version of it. Um, and that weird thing on the front. I don't know why, but I like it. Makes no sense. I don't know why you'd have it there, but it's a real cool embellishment. So, yeah, number three, Count Dooku. Wow. At me. Shocker. At me, at me. The shockerest of the shocker. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow, that was a shocking sound. Brought to you by John. Um, but uh, Available for Foley work. Whatever yeah. you need to make the sound of, all I can do is... <laughs> Look out, Michael Winslow. He's coming for your crown. Ew, uh, ew, ew. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's just See? the same as, as the famous Michael Winslow. <laughs> um, so, uh, but let's tell us about your number two, your silver medal. What is it? So, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I think I already have it figured out. I think I know what you're... Obviously, I know what your top two are. Mm -hmm. But I think I know which order your top two is. Okay. Uh, But for me, my number two is Luke Skywalker's Episode Six Lightsaber. Mm -hmm. It's everything I like about Obi-Wan's from Episode Four, but in a cleaner package. Yeah, I think that's that's a very uh, concise way of saying it. Um, My number two is the Skywalker Saber, carried by Anakin, Luke, and Rey. Yep, yep, that um, is correct. Yeah, <laughs> it's that just is, the... It's, it's just like what I think people think of when they think, when you say lightsaber, is is uh, is this one. And I think there's got a lot of good reasons for that. It's got a gently sort of tapering silhouette with that nice, like, uh, those heavy rubber sections at the bottom. It's got cool details like a little belt loop for, you know, clipping onto your belt, which is is pragmatic and also gives it sort of an adventure quality. And I love the emitter nozzle and the little clips on the back like that. All those work together to make a terrific silhouette. And they added just a little bit of gold in there. And that um, matches up really well with the blue of the of the saber itself. So um uh yeah just a huge fan of that skywalker saber and i'm glad to see it uh it 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 return to the sands of tatooine and at the end of the saga all right yeah i i i agree with your points i just think there's one version of it that's slightly better than those but that's me and that's what opinions are we're all allowed to have them Mm mm-hmm but yeah, it has a lot of it has a, a really great silhouette to it. Uh, yeah, uh, for sure. And yeah, I, I like the. I give points to all lightsabers that use the clip, like the ring, and I take off points if you have that new fancy shit that all the prequel ones had that just look like they're uh, like a camera accessory, right? Click on thing. Yeah, this seems like I was like, damn, it's a hook on a it's a hook on a, a half a loop this is dope it's like this is their keys yeah <laughs> exactly it, it gives it a utilitarian quality that i think is really cool um so here we are here we are in our number these are the chosen ones and if you've been following along at home then this is probably not a, su- a surprise to you but um because by process of the elimination you must know you must now see it. Close your eyes. Stretch out with your feelings. You know it to be true. The chosen lightsaber is Luke Skywalker's lightsaber from Episode Six. 
Return of the Jedi. Yeah, the the ignite the green as stoners everywhere love to say <laughs> and giggle. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, much I won't you know elaborate too much. Uh, much has been said about it already, but it takes Obi Wan. It Obi Wan was Luke's teacher, and his influence is clearly seen in this blade. Um, for as much as that sort of sameness didn't work for me in the Obi-Wan Qui-Gon relationship because they were too close, this somehow takes that concept and I don't even know if it was intentional necessarily. I might, I think it must be, it must have been. Um, I hope so. Yeah, because it looks like a refined version of, of, of that saber and it, I just love the, the visual weight of the saber um, and then having that small stem to the emitter and then having the rest of like the kind of more chunky uh, hilt like that is like a perfectly balanced visual and um, you know it wouldn't really work if the saber was like thinner or um, like just like the thickness of the saber with the balanced out with what how the the details sort of taper in the bottom is uh just incredible and like i said before green is like my favorite color and so green sabers are will always uh will always get in a few extra points for me and uh to, to me this is the pinnacle it's what i think of when i think of uh sabers and um yeah just my favorite silhouette per- and perfected it but i would also like is one other detail which is like there's like a little bit of a wire kind of soldered on the side and so it does have it does lack like the polish of his previous saber so it does feel like it was made by himself and much like ray's saber i I appreciate those details so that is my number one luke skywalker ignite the green return of the jedi lightsaber all right i give it to you i think it is a t to your point whenever i think of luke skywalker this is the lightsaber i associate with him i don't associate uh the earlier one um i just feel like this is what it became his own so your points i think 100 percent valid i would happily own a luke skywalker saber in my um lightsaber hall of lightsabers that I don't have in my room. <laughs> lightsaber john's lightsaber hall of lightsabers Come on down. Come on down. Well, <laughs> he does all the City. sound effects. <laughs> yeah, he, he well he is American. He is this generation's Michael Winslow. <laughs> Michael Winslow doesn't appreciate that, but I do. <laughs> so, my number one. What lightsaber pick? I wonder. <laughs> it is. Oh God. Oh, God. What's what's that? He's right behind me, isn't he? Yes. Oh shit! Insignificant to the power of Darth Vader's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. So you know, Skywalker. Both Skywalkers have made it in the top number one. Uh, on both of our choices. Um, I just love. Darth Vader's lightsaber. I always have the fact that the the two toneness of it, the just the black and then the uh, chrome uh, look you get to it. The button has that really nice like uh, bubble texture 
to it, almost like make sure his finger doesn't slip when he's getting ready to turn this thing on. Um, uh, the the shroud it has everything that I really do like about the Anakin Luke Ray lightsabers, like the the start lightsabers. But like this is what uh, you know a young Anakin Skywalker turning into the dark side turns to Darth Vader. This is his design because he's looking for order. He's looking for uh, compliance, and it just it matches him so well, especially since uh, having that chrome silver look to it uh just to position against his all black like you know armor just really makes it pop it's another thing to let you know that it's there um it it, it i i love it i absolutely love it well great points it's uh i think everyone's a winner uh on this list uh except if you're Cloploon or Kid Fisto, <laughs> sorry guys. Yeah, you're. Yeah, get back to the garbage line. <laughs> uh, so if that if uh, if you're out there and your favorite character is Cloploon or Kid Fisto, I will tell you this: I think as characters, they're cool. Um, they just need to go back to the old drawing board on their sabers if they they could. Um, unfortunately, um, they are both dead. Yeah, they got hella ordered sixty six too. Yeah, well, like, at least uh, Kid Fisto had the honor of uh, of being quickly killed by the Emperor, who flew through the air with the greatest of ease. He, he didn't even do anything. No, he's like, and he's like I mean, that was it. It's just like literally Emperor stabs and Kit Fisto goes down like a chump. <laughs> do you think? Do you think um, uh, that Mace Windu saw that and was like? I should have got someone else. Damn it! Like, well, it makes me think. He's meant to be a Kit great swordsman, I believe, in the fiction. Well, you have to. Well, you have to think about it in terms of who was out in the field, and then who who died out with their troops, and who died at the you know right. In, um, Kit Fisto is maybe like six on the list. Kiata Mundi is busy. Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies A couple of nerds, but got style, we so cool Pop culture, talking new and old school, yeah You should know we love hip-hop From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch We giving you what you want, it don't get no liver Ain't no doubt we gotcha, this is Pop Saga, let's go Oh yeah, you heard right, this is a lifestyle Welcome to the nerd life, Pop Saga Cloplune is busy. Who else we got? Who's here? Oh, Kit Fisto? Yeah, well, you All had right. Kit Fisto, you had E. Koth, the other Zabrak guy. Like, Mace brought, like, C-listers, maybe even D-listers at best, with, uh, with the exception of Kit Fisto, and they all got taken out, like, like, no one saw it coming. It's almost like that Avengers line from Age of Ultron. Like, you did not see that coming? <laughs> and this dude hopped over you and he just does he, he just does his little thrust. Yep. And Kit Fistle gets taken down like a chump. Well, Just like we, a stupid uh, lightsaber. Yeah, well, uh, Palpatine was able to achieve the high ground. The high ground, no problem for Palpatine. Uh, that must be why he, um, he is able to leverage the power dynamic throughout the relationship of Darth Vader and uh, the Emperor. Because he always is on the high ground. 
um, whether it's walking down a ramp or just having a cool throne. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was like, where's he going with this? I don't know. I'm going to um, wait and see. I'm not yeah. helping him. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I would say, I understand, hey guys, I understand, you might have, or, uh, people, y'all, people listening, uh, you might have different opinions in this, um, that's great, make your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure, like, five people will listen to that, too, and, um, that'll be great, but, um, I think, going back to my original point, every lightsaber is a winner to me. Uh, because it's from Star Wars, and, and more Star Wars is always good Star Wars. So if you are on the list at all, I would say consider yourself a, a winner. Um, asterisk, except Capristo. Uh, a little bit close. I mean, I'll just drop that right, just, and uh, just throw those two right in the trash bin. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure then we'll see a... a, 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 a trash monster jedi and that'll be cool too um i really just hope it would eat him and then just kind of crap him out and they just get lost to all space yeah but we are talking about the the kid fisto from films only not the very cool um clone wars uh kid fisto played by the incredible phil lamar yeah he's all good yes a hundred thousand percent and the same with plo clune plo clune from the clone wars cartoon a yeah he's dope yeah he gets Movie a fancy a yeah i like i mean i did the thumb so oh, everyone good. relax don't okay. don't at me <laughs> yeah those they're their cartoon iterations far superior to the movie iterations the movie ones are dun, 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 to me <laughs> Um, so, uh, we, we have a little bit of, uh, a little bit of news, right? John, uh, I believe we, we have an Instagram account now. Yes, we do. We can, um, unfortunately for me, my, uh, beautiful wife has decided to take it upon herself to handle our Instagram account, um, and post things, uh, post when new episodes are up, uh, post images. So I think she's actually going to take these, uh, uh, when this episode's ready to air, she's going to take uh, these images so you can see the lightsabers that we're talking about. So if you want to get through there, and that should be the Pop Saga because Pop Saga was already taken. Mm-hmm. Um, but just look for our awesome, amazing logo, and you'll see it there. And then, um, like I said earlier, if you want to reach out to us, we can be reached at the Pop Saga because again, Pop Saga was already taken on Gmail. So you can reach out to us at thepopsaga at gmail dot com if you have any comments uh questions uh show ideas anything you'd like us to cover uh would be there listening to it absolutely we are uh we'd love to hear what um what you would love to hear us cover um and heck if it's something that neither of us have seen maybe we'll check it out and tell you what uh we think but uh you gotta promise not to be mad <laughs> because yes uh, because who knows we've got we've got good takes we've got bad takes um but we've got takes and i think that's what's what matters so um thank you very much for joining us uh for another episode of pop saga and as always we wish you uh health and a safety 
and a uh, green lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Mm. And remember, may the Force be with you. But that's it. <laughs> <laughs>